0: and iShine founder, solo parenting expert, and all-around foodie, Mr. Robert Beeson. Join us each week as we explore and engage with some of the most intriguing, inspiring, outrageous, and awesome parents in the world. This is Brilliantly Brave.
1: Hi, and welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. It's a different kind of podcast. It's one for parents who are trying to raise their children in a post-Christian culture. And we've been uh, talking several weeks now. We're well into the spring and, and now summer, and it is, uh, it's been a surprising journey, hasn't it, Robert? It has.
2: It absolutely has.
1: Uh, I'm your host, uh, Pastor Brad Matthias, and uh, my sidekick here is Robert Beeson. I really resent the sidekick thing, which is why I say it. Okay, you're going to be lucky if I show up next week. No, no, no. There's no reason to be hostile. You're right. so. The bottom line is that uh, Robert has a new podcast as well, and we want to definitely cross promote that. It's uh, about solo parents, right?
2: That's right. Yeah, single parenting. Um, listening to stories of other single
1: parents and experts in the fields that uh, single parents deal with, solo parents fantastic and so if you're a solo parent and you're listening to this podcast we don't want you to stop but we would encourage you <laughs> to uh, look up robert's solo parenting society it is a uh, it's a really unique challenge to parent kids uh, when there's just one mom or dad in the home. And so we feel like that deserves a, a full focus and support of its own. So check that out. We are excited. We have an old friend, someone that we've known for several years and a leader in children's ministry as a guest today, Robert. That's right. I, do you remember the first time we
2: met, Matt? We were at a meeting in Chicago and uh, we are part of the Tween Gospel Alliance. And the, one of the guys that works with us, Daniel, said, hey, I've got a friend I'd like to bring in to speak at one of our um, uh, gatherings. And so Matt came in and pretty much floored the room with his insight into uh, the effects of technology and what kids are doing. And, and I know I sat there just not only with all the facts, but just the way he presented it. So he, as a communicator, he's awesome. But um, on top of that he's an authentic guy that really understands and is trying to do his best to dig into how to reach kids and how to protect their hearts and get, get to them in a, in an authentic way.
1: Yeah, I, I do remember that. It was a, it was an amazing talk on technology and engaging, uh, preteens, um, and I remember like scribbling notes down, like "Oh my gosh, this this is gold! Like, yes. This this is the stuff that I've really been looking for." Because Matt has this unique ability to sort of take a con, you know, sort of an abstract idea and make a concrete. Uh, response to it, and and it's very practical, it's very helpful. Well, Matt is with us today, Matt Guevara, is who we're talking about. He's the director of INCM, which is the International Children's Ministry.
2: International Network of Children's Ministry.
1: That one, too, and he is uh, better known. The reason that's such an awkward phrase for me is because he's better known as the head of CPC. Which is the Children's Pastors Conference? Now that's like the largest uh, children's pastors gathering in the United States, and has been for decades. Right? Yeah. And what's
2: unique about it to me, at least from my perspective, we can ask Matt more about like his insight. But it's just it's an independent, so it's not attached to a denomination necessarily. So it's a gathering of people that are committed to getting ministry to to kids right, and not necessarily just from their own denominational standpoint. So I really appreciate that uh, independent look at things, and it's great to see when you go to these events, this Children's Pastors Conference, all kinds of denominations are gathering to do the same thing, and that is to figure out how can we most effectively reach children.
1: Yeah, and so uh, we could go on and on about Matt, he has a master's degree, he's been a pastor for 11 years, he has four kids, um, I believe four kids, is it still four, Matt?
3: Yes, it is.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, welcome to Brilliantly Brave. Thanks for being on today.
3: Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for the invitation.
1: Well, you know, I I've worked with you, Matt, over the years. We've we've partnered on different projects, like the Bridge Project, uh, Tween Ministry event. We've worked on uh, really trying to raise the awareness of the preteen and the tween uh, ministry needs within the church universally as a global awareness, like are we doing things for preteens? And I can say within the last three to four years, that awareness has definitely grown and largely in part because of you. Well
3: well it's been a pleasure to, you know, serve in the church as a pastor and also to just explore these new ideas, like you mentioned, where we live in a very unique you know, era of history as it relates to children and the ways that they're learning, the ways that they're growing up, experiencing technology, and those tween years are the tough industrial strength years of parenting and uh, <laughs> of of leading kids. You know, if you're involved in ministry in the church in any way, and so, um, so it has been a real pleasure to be involved just in that movement.
1: Well. As a, as uh, someone who knows you, I can definitely sort of uh, read between the lines. You, you've you not only had to help pastors reach those kids, but you have your own house full as well. Tell us your parenting story, if you will.
3: Absolutely. Well, um, my wife, Noelle, and I have been married uh, for 14 years, and we grew up together. So we wow. attended... The same church, and when we were kids. In fact, I met her when I was nine. Wow! Yeah, it's That's just pretty early. Yeah. a love a love story, you know, unlike any other, um, or like many others. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I <laughs> think I was, it's pretty unique. Yeah, you know, when when I was eleven, um, I I I felt like I knew I was going to marry her. That that was an ordained thing. Wow! And so I called her. Um, and probably most you know of the folks listening know what a what a phone call is you know even though kids probably today don't really know what that is uh, so i called her on our basement telephone um, at my house and i said hey we're going to get married and uh, she wasn't as excited <laughs> <laughs> as i was about that i know certainly her dad what uh, wasn't wasn't as thrilled as i was but <laughs> um, but I just knew that that was going to happen. And then however well, many years later, we did get married. Um, and of course I reminded everyone who didn't believe, uh, me when I was a kid that, Hey, check out this ring on my finger.
2: That's crazy. Oh. And j- just as a, as a sidestep here, did you foresee the Cubs winning this year as well? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. I wish I had, I wish I had.
3: So uh,
1: I, I, we weren't going to talk about this, but obviously you have the gift of prophetic dating. <laughs>
3: Yes. Well, and now that, you know, now years later that our oldest, you mentioned we had four kids. um, Our oldest, Isabel, is 12 years old. Hmm. And, you know, Noelle and I have started having conversation like, what if she came up to us and said, mom and dad, I know who I'm going to marry. What would we say?
2: No kidding.
3: Um, So that was just kind of a bizarre thing. So now, you know, we have a 12-year-old and an 11-year-old, Sophia. Um, We also have a three-year-old. Zion, whom we call Z, and then our youngest Josie uh, is one. So wide, wide span. Uh, we say around our house, we have we call Zion and Josie the littles, and <laughs> Isabel and Sophia the bigs. So it's we have bigs and littles around our house, and you know we're just trying to figure it out. It's a loud, you know, adorable. Uh, wonderful adventure and um, it is not always easy I think I mentioned you know earlier it was there's industrial strength parenting that we all face and we're certainly headed you know into that as as our our bigs are you know middle school age and and we've done everything from public school to private school to um homeschool, you know, we've, we've tried all the schools, um, every, you know, kind of every year we look at what, what's the best, you know, plan for our kids in terms of where they're going, uh, for their education. And this year they're, this coming year, they're actually going to go from being homeschooled, um, into the public school, uh, system in our hometown of Rockford, Illinois, Northern Illinois. And so we know we're in for a big change. And yeah. so, you know, it's just, it's an adventure that we, that Nawal and I do together. Um, it's one that along the way we've just really banked on on having casual conversations and on um, just parenting each child individually you know I, I think it was uh, uh, comedian Dustin Nickerson who you know people always ask well what's your parenting philosophy and this comedian says well it- my parenting philosophy is simply: we do not negotiate with terrorists.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's
3: just, I mean, you, it's guerrilla warfare. You are know? a parent. Like, that's why I love the the title of of this podcast: being brilliantly brave. That's what it is. You got to be brave. It's war. You know, <laughs> you got to figure it out as you go. There's no handbook. You know, that's, no so true. that's so true. That's so true. So we're just we're just figuring it out, you know, day in and and, and day out, week in week out, um, and trying to point our kids to the future we believe, you know, God has for them and and all of the promises and truth from His Word. So, so I don't know if we're doing it right, you know. Isabel hasn't told us yet that she knows the identity of the person she's going to marry, so maybe we're we're okay. <laughs>
1: Well, I think uh, when that moment comes, you'll have to give give us a call back um, and let us know how. You yeah, had let on us, that us know how that went down because there might be some desperate other parents out there who get the same uh, same request. Hey, I know you guys have been very busy uh, keeping up with your children. You are all over the place keeping up with the demands of uh, INCM. All the conferences you do, all the online uh, web training and seminars that you speak at. You're a busy, busy guy. And yet, I, I know you guys are about to release a book. So, somewhere in all of that, you guys uh, wrote a book. Can you tell our audience about that?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, one of the things that, that Noel and I have, have discovered along the way is that we are a family that is on the go, we are moving. So between, you know, family obligations, sports, um, things that our kids are involved in, things that I, we're involved in ministry-wise, church-wise, it's just we're part of a, of a more busy, you know, uh, society and culture, and yet we still want to integrate conversations about spiritual things and faith um, into the fabric of our family life, and so uh, Noel and I uh, have have been in the process of writing two books that that will be coming out, uh, one this summer, one uh, this fall, uh, that are family devotionals, one for families with babies and toddlers, and then another uh, for families with preschool and elementary kids. And the whole premise of these um, is the fact that it is to create opportunities for casual conversations. Mm. I think, you know, as parents, we often – many many times go well I don't know how to how to talk to my kids about spiritual things or open up the Bible you know we have I'm not a theologian. I'm not, you know, especially trained for this. And, and I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Moms and dads out there, you know, my wife and I do not lead a processional down the stairs with candles and <laughs> holding a 50-pound leather-bound leather, leather bound Bible every week while a choir singing, you know, to to talk to our kids about the Bible. It's, it's just not that formal. And it doesn't have to be either, you know, most mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. we're trying to hear each other through tantrums and questions or just the noise of a house filled with four kids and a puppy because we're we're crazy that's why we bought this puppy <laughs> um, so so this whole book is is uh, each book has 52 devotionals for families um, and it's really really created around making Um, time for casual conversations about spiritual things points us to scripture and gives us something to talk about and do with our kids.
2: Can I get a dig in there a little? Because I I like what you're saying here. And that is that it's, it it doesn't have to, it's not rocket science. Um, Really, it's about, it starts with relationship and connecting with our kids. Um, Can you drill down a little bit and give me an example of what you mean by an example of in the book, like what are these kinds of discussions that you're talking about? Give me an example of what that might look like.
3: Yeah, you you bet. I think, um, you know. So when let's say we're we're talking about one of of the promises of God, you know, those those are some things, um, particularly God God's promises that are easy for us to point our children to, you know. though and and those are things that we probably don't really talk about very often. So in the in the book. Noel and I are just finishing up for families of, of preschool and elementary kids we've been trying to think you know what are what are the promises of God that we want our kids to just be rock solid on and one you know that, that comes to mind uh, from Philippians 4:19 says and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus hmm. and you know and so we're in in terms of talking about that that particular verse um, you know, we, we wrote, hey, this week, just become a master noticer. You know, ha- have you ever stopped to consider just how much you have? And, you know, it's easy, you know, if you've moved to a new home, you know, in the in recent days, but often we just forget the many ways that, God's pro- that God provides for us. And so with our families, what this conversation looks like as we're pointing people to this promise is just to start to recognize and call out the needs being met in your life and in your child's life. Where's God providing? Mm. What is he providing? And as you can see, I mean, this isn't like Like, again, the the processional with the 50-pound, you know, leather-bound Bible, this is just, hey, what do you notice? Hey, guys, look around, you know? Where is God providing? And as we notice God's provision for us, we can really take time to specifically give Him praise.
1: Wow. Yeah, those are the practical things that, over time, build a foundation of faith for our kids. That's a really, really cool project. Where would our listeners find your books?
3: Well, right now, um, because let's see, one comes out uh, this summer, and I, in fact, I just talked to our publisher, uh, Rose Kids uh, Publishing, um, and they said that they're you know working with the printer. This both devotionals are full color uh, devotionals, and there's actually prompts for the parents to be writing inside, so it's a very interactive nice. uh, book. Um, but with that, you know, comes that there's a lot. There's a lot more put into the printing uh, of a book like that. So I know you can um, find them on Amazon and uh, checking checking dates, I believe. Uh, First Steps Together Family Devotional for Families with Babies and Toddlers uh, comes out in July. And then Journeying Together, the Family Devotional for Families with Preschool and Elementary Kids comes out in September.
1: So July and September, those are the dates to go find Matt and Noel's book. Um, they have really uh, just a long and uh, faithful history of serving the church locally as pastors and then also nationally and internationally as directors uh, with INCM. Matt, it's been our pleasure to have you on our show and and podcast today. I know that you uh, have an incredibly hectic, busy life, and yet in the middle of that, you took time to to be present with us, how would our listeners be able to follow up with you directly for speaking opportunity or to have you at their church? What, how could they get a hold of you?
3: No, oh, absolutely. Well, easiest place uh, to find me. Um, is on our website, uh, which is incm.org, and uh, very, very easy to, to find me there. Also, uh, just my email is matt, M-A-T-T, at incm.org, and uh, would love to be able to speak in um, to parents who have questions as well Um, as churches who want to take steps towards family ministry stuff.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Matt. It was truly a pleasure, and we look forward to continuing to to journey together. Thanks, guys.
0: Parents, remember, even if you may not feel brilliant or brave, you are. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. 2 Timothy 1, 7 and 13. This podcast is a service of iShine Ministries and the Tween Gospel Alliance, all rights reserved. Donations to Brilliantly Brave are tax-deductible at iShineLive.com. Review and subscribe to this podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, or on our webpage. And read our blog and connect with us at wordpress at brilliantlybrave.com. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Brilliantly Brave.
1: What our kids believe is going to define them for a lifetime. According to George Barnum, by the age of 13, what a kid believes is what he'll die believing. The shock and Awe study
2: guide is a super cool thing that a, either a parent can do with their kid or a youth pastor can do with their students or a children's pastor can do with their students. And here's the cool thing about it. It is apologetics for kids. Wow. So it's the really huge evidence and thoughts of apologetics wrapped in a way that is really tangible and simple for kids to understand, answering four primary questions. And they are, what if there's a God? What if the Bible is true? What if Jesus is who he said he was? And what if I'm part of that plan? And we believe if you can answer those four questions and you are drawn through evidence proving those four questions, that really it's going gonna, it's gonna to establish a
1: pretty unshakable foundation of faith. That sounds very helpful, especially if you're a parent or pastor and you're concerned about the condition of your child's faith, what they believe, what the voices of culture are telling them. If that's you and you're interested, go to eyeshinelive.com and check out in our web store the Shock and Awe Study Guide. It has a digital cloud video base. So it's four studies in a small paperback volume for nine dollars and it has four videos that go with four studies it can be done in a weekend it can be done over a month or it can be done bi-monthly however you need it it is a fantastic resource that i have used as a pastor in my own home church and i have been impressed so check it out check it out